Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. going on everybody welcome into the hump day hotline on the buffalo rumblings vidcast network presented by picasso's pizza treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day picasso's we are buffalo pizza shipping local and nationwide order online at picasso's pizza.net stirls for the girls it's hump day hump day got a hump day <laughs> My name is Joe Miller. I am uh, the co-host of this here lovely Hump Day Hotline show. That over there is my new co-host sitting in for Jay Spence once again, who may join us tonight for this show, Sterls for the Girls. However, you're in Buffalo. Yes, and uh matter of fact, I'm at a hotel in Buffalo, <laughs> which you were at earlier. I was just there like an <laughs> hour and a half ago, maybe two hours ago. That was about, no, it was about an hour and a half ago, right? About an hour and a half ago. We went to dinner, picked you up from the airport. We, you had a little bit of a delay getting off the plane because the vice president of the United States was leaving Buffalo, I think, at that time, right, is what we kind of figured out. Yeah. And then, and then we went to dinner at Barbell. Then we hung out at the hotel, got lost in the hotel because the lobby was nowhere to be found. Yeah, dude. It, that that was the uh, the strangest thing I've ever seen. I mean, this hotel is huge, but everything <laughs> looks the same. So, I mean, it really looks like you're in a maze. You go up to one floor, you get out, and it looks the same. And there's no there's no signage that really tells you where the lobby is. It was one of those old school video games where every time you come out of a door, like, and you look left to right, like everything looks exactly yeah. the same. And you just gotta walk. And walk, we did. We just went for walks. We're like, well, we're on the fourth <laughs> floor. This is the lobby on Facts, the fourth floor man. of this hotel? We, I think, we found out at that point that we went through the back door and not the front door, which is fine. But it's good to be here. It's good to be here with you again. Uh, you are in Buffalo. Everybody's getting geared up. You are the first person that I know of that has landed in Buffalo for home opener week against the Tennessee Titans on Monday night. Uh, Jay Spence, the King, is also in town uh he's visiting with family but he'll be joining us hopefully in a little bit but it is hump day we got all kinds of people up in the room jr is here Sterls for the girls he says richard rush is here uh sarah larson is here eb is here robbie's here what's up robbie daniel gowries daryl fletcher your and my guy yeah. uh, this is apparently the whole buffalo late night show not just thomas delos and not his brother but the whole late night show is here uh which is fun uh xavier stutz jason humbert uh, all the usual suspects. Oh, and let's not forget T. Estelle. Have you met you? You met T. Last summer, did you not? No, I didn't meet. I haven't met T. In person. Now nah, you know. I know her. Yeah, on Twitter, at, but not, not in person. At the latest, Saturday night at the because uh, I believe she's going to be at the Megapod. But it is Hump Day. We are live on YouTube, Twitter. And Facebook, this is also dropping as a podcast. Uh, whatever platform you are consuming this on, please like and subscribe. We are also uh, Super Chat Live, so if you want to get our attention, if you want to ask us ask us a question, please feel free to uh, to do so. Uh, let's see, we got a couple other people jumping in. Raven is jumping in. What's up, Raven? Rasheen, uh, R- Rob Sheen Sullivan, which I don't know that I've met Rob Sheen before, so welcome into the show. Matthew Montgomery's here. 
dude, there's all kinds of people like up in this place, up in this joint. Uh, this is what we're going to do. Before. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. So we're going to talk briefly about the Rams game, and then we're going to transition over into the Titans game forthcoming. And it, it's going to be bedlam, right? It's just going to be pandemonium and just all the things. But let, let's talk about what's coming up. So first things first, Friday night, hosted by Jay Spence the King, co-host of this show, at the Heights uh, is karaoke night. Now it's fifteen bucks a ticket. Is this thing sold out? Um, if it's not sold out, it needs to be. <laughs> I don't know if it's sold out or not. Uh, so, anyway, Sterls and I will be there. There'll be all kinds of karaoke going on. I'm going to be singing. Matt Perino is going to be singing. Jay Spence and Sterls is going to be singing. Uh, a whole bunch of people are going to be singing. But if whoa, you, whoa, 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 whoa! I, you know, you told me tonight that you were going to sing. No, I said, listen, I might. I might <laughs> look at you walking it back hey, already. <laughs> listen, I, I it just depends, man. It, it, you know, how drunk am I gonna be? No, it depends on what I sing or in the mouth that I sing, or I might just be sitting in the cut just laughing at everybody else. So we'll see. Well, the, you definitely will be laughing, but uh, so if you if you don't have a ticket yet, um, this doesn't necessarily say that I can see where to go to get tickets, but uh, reach out to Jay Spence and ask him if he's got tickets left it is the whole thing is going to charity uh which is totally awesome and then saturday night at resurgence brewery is the megapod and beer release hosted by me uh jay spence will be there sterls will be there uh what uh, colt schroeder will be there t estelle is supposed to be there i don't even know like just like a ton of people are supposed to be there like there's a lot of us that are going to be going to be on the microphone for that thing it's going to be crazy what are you laughing about <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got i got it like that I, I, i'm gonna I'm do it i'm gonna do it you got to get it ready. You know what I'm saying? So it's good to have everybody with us. And then uh, Sunday, there's not a whole lot planned, which is great because we're going to be watching football. And then Monday, it's on like Donkey Kong. See, here's the thing, man. It, 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 it's on like Donkey Kong right now because Kong, <laughs> Kong is in Buffalo, baby. Uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of a lot of fandom and activity is going to depend on how much I drink. Right. I'm not a big drinker. I'm, I'm actually pretty I'm a lightweight, but I like to have fun. So right, right. in the moment, I mean, how many beers, how many shots am I going to have? I don't know. And I don't know what's going to happen after that. Are you going to do a bowling ball shot again this year? Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Multiple, multiple. Multiple bowling ball yeah. shots. All right. So let's start off the top with this thing. Uh, it was reported today that uh, Ed Oliver did not practice, today being Wednesday. So if you're listening to this in podcast form on Thursday or Friday, Victory Thursday or Victory Friday. Uh, Tim Settle, which was a surprise, also did not participate in practice today being Wednesday. Uh, level of concern. And I think the Tim Settle thing is probably carryover from what was happening to him. Cause if we remember, he was held out of practice and some stuff. And I think even a preseason game or two, uh, in the preseason, but what is your level of concern as far as just, uh, at Oliver and, uh, Tim Settle both being not in attendance? Well, I, I mean, there's big concern, but at the same time, the, the, the bills have the, the depth to, to handle, you know, if those guys are not going to play, I would assume that one of them will not play. And it's probably Oliver. If I had to put a best guess on it, mm -hmm. I think, you know, Tim settle, I, I think he'd play. That's yeah. just my hunch. I saw a, uh, I saw a report by thigh doctor today. I think it was thigh doctor, um, who I have met or it was either thigh doctor, thigh doctor or, uh, uh, banged up bills. It was one of the two, the, both those guys do the whole, I've got medical experience, and based on what I've seen, this is what I think is going to happen, and they're right more than they're not. Uh, but I saw a report from one of them today that basically said if they're out today and they are 
light participants tomorrow and then full go participants on Friday, we should be good to go. If they're out today and tomorrow, th- tomorrow being Thursday, more than likely neither of them will, will play, which to me, I mean, it, it provides a level of concern. Clearly, the Titans are not the Rams, and the Titans' offense is not the Rams' offense. You know, the Titans, and we're going to talk a little bit about it, you're more interested in, you know, stacking that offense, the defensive line or stacking the line of scrimmage and owning the line of scrimmage uh, to not allow Derrick Henry to basically, you know, find his gaps and shoot his gaps and, and run all over you, whereas the Rams present, you know, a run game generally. Um, with the Bills totally housed them, and they present a far much more complicated passing game, and the Bills did a very good job there too. But what are you going to be looking for if if either either of those guys cannot play on Monday? What are you looking for? I mean, Daquan Jones and and uh, Jordan Phillips are going to be just fine. You know <laughs> I, what I'm saying? Like, I agree. And I agree. then you know Boogie Basham can reduce down his side a little bit, and um, he did. He did on Thursday. Right. And so, you know, you can even this could be a Shaq Lawson game. You know, now yes. Shaq needs to show more discipline in terms of containing the run on the edge. But I think uh, I think I think that I think they'll be fine. You know, and, and we, we got to also keep in mind that and I think we forget this from year to year is that they really do kind of handle those those injury situations very yeah. delicately. Right. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm not really concerned about it too much. But right. um, the fact that we have Daquan Jones and Jordan Phillips, I think that that proves to be huge. Yeah, the question is, what are the lineups going to be? I think they put the two, they're not going to put the two big guys in together, right? So, so Daquan is still going to be one. Phillips is going to be two, and then who is paired with Daquan and who is paired with Settle? Or uh, sorry, who's paired with Phillips? And uh, it escapes me who is on the practice squad. They just Prince signed. Amelie. Yes. Yeah. Is he, is, are they going to call him up? And then is it going to be, as you said, Boogie Basham, like kind of coming inside uh, who, you know, are they going to rotate guys inside? Are they going to, you know, Greg Rousseau. I think we saw last year play inside a couple times here and there, like not, not a lot, but they have the ability to roll these guys. They want to roll them. It was incredibly effective. And we'll talk about that in a second too. It was incredibly effective Thursday. The question is, is what is that lineup going to look like? And how do you contain Derrick Henry? And I don't want you to necessarily answer that question. That was rhetorical because we're going to talk about it in a minute. Any final thoughts on those two guys being potentially out? No, no, no. Go ahead. Want to say hi to Ryan Johnson. Ryan, I don't think is going to be at the home opener this year. So uh, we will miss you. So yeah, it's, it's, it's good to see your face. Uh, it's good to have you a part of the show, and uh, yeah, uh, wish wish you were going to be here, my friend. Uh, so let's move on to let let's just put a little bow, a cute little bow, if you will, like just wrap a little bow, tie it, pull it tight on this Rams game, and uh, just for a moment, the Buffalo Bills dominated the Rams in Week One, which we all know, we all saw, we all loved. We've been living in euphoria, in wildest dreams land for the last several days, uh, largely because of a revamped defensive line, which we were just talking about. Uh, that came at the Rams in waves. Why we didn't even talk about it a second ago. You and I talked about these topics and said we need to talk about AJ Epinesa, and we didn't even talk about AJ Epinesa. We well, were talking, we were talking about, about injuries. I know that, but <laughs> it's like, what are we going to do? What are they going to do? But Epinesa provides an opportunity for Basham to be inside, right? Because of how well right. he played. But let's talk a little bit about. I know you want to talk about Epinesa as well as Jordan Phillips. So let's. I'm going to give you the floor just for a moment. Yeah, so AJ Epinesa really popped on the screen, and, mm-hmm. and you know the thing is, is that I think both these players, Epinesa and Jordan Phillips, they didn't get a lot of, uh, I mean, they didn't get a lot of of attention last week, just because, I mean, and how could we not be so enamored with the play of you know Von Miller and Greg Rousseau, 
right? And, and Ed Oliver, when he was in there, was dominant, in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that 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 goes to show how deep this uh, defensive line is. But A.J. Epinesa was a force, man. Yeah. I mean, he kind of looked like he did in Miami. Now, the, the line play was a, little, a bit better, um, you know, last week than the Miami game. But he looked really good. I, I felt like he 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 won with power and speed, and he used uh, you know an array of, of pass rush moves and showed up in the run game. Um, and to the tune of one and a half sacks, mm-hmm. like he was impressive last week. So yeah. um, and then Jordan Phillips, man. And if you guys haven't done so already, make sure you go check my article out at buffalorumblings.com. I have an article up about uh, Jordan Phillips and his impact on the defense. But Jordan Phillips was amazing last week. Uh, I mean, what what did he not do? He had two sacks. I mean, what six hurries? I mean, he he was all over the place, man. He he really balled out. Really what, impressed with his game. Is- in in the post in the post pressures uh, post game pressures, and I don't I, I don't know if it was if it was. I want to say it was McDermott. Somebody asked him about, or somebody was asked about Jordan Phillips and his ability to just shine in this defense. And I believe it was McDermott. I could be wrong. Somebody in the chat will probably correct me, which is totally fine. But he basically said there's something about this environment that he thrives. What is it about this environment? What is it about this environment that allows some guys to just be, I hate to not hate to say it. I hate to be cliche and say it, but to be the best version of themselves. Jordan Phillips is a guy that literally was was okay in Miami. Can't got cut, came here, and immediately became an impact player. What do you have? Ten sacks at one year. Went yeah. to the Cardinals and didn't play well. And literally said, "I was paying attention to every minute of football the Bills played the whole time I was gone, wanting to come back." Yeah. What is it? It's the human. I don't know. Maybe it's it's the human element. Partly, I I just think that. Is it the chicken wings? (laughs) Man, hey, the honey butter, honey butter Cajun barbecue. Oh my god, (laughs) it it was glorious, man. Like I'm gonna post the 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 pictures you took. I'm gonna post them, put them up on Twitter here in a little bit. Uh, But they were delicious. But you know, that's a good question. I, I think maybe it's like in Miami. He was a second round pick, right? So there's pressure there. When you sign a, a contract that he did going into Arizona, there's pressure there. I think with the Bills, this is just one correlation. There's no pressure here. And you have all the personalities and and those things in place where he can kind of just be in the background and kind of just be Jordan and do yeah. his thing. You know but, what I'm saying? I think that matters. But I agree. And, and, and Steve Lynn, and, and, and I love Steve and, and a lot of the stuff that he has to, to offer, and I know you do too, You know, Scheme can make players come out. Well, Vernon Butler didn't come out. Mario right. Addison didn't come out. Uh, it was the Quentin Jefferson didn't come out. There was a lot of guys that have been entered into this. I'm the dude. I've said it a million times on all the shows that I'm on. From the first year, we tried this whole really expensive de- defensive line and rolling waves of guys who were only getting 48% of the snaps. I said after the first year, it didn't work, that the Bills can't afford this luxury. They did it again last year. And last year, it didn't work. And this year, they're trying it again. And this year, it's working. So what is... Is it just is it just a player fit? Is it just like I think it's I think it's player fit. I think these coaches believe in him. I think you know he's in the he's in the he's in a he's in the in the right scheme, right? Where they just kind of let you be free well, and three, do four, your, and, three, yeah, yeah and, and do your thing, playing three tech and so forth. So I think the combination of all those things and allow him to be the best version of himself. Yeah, you know, um, he he's incredible, man. A guy is six foot six, three hundred and thirty pounds, moving like that is pretty impressive, if you ask me. And his frame doesn't look like three thirty. You know and what I'm saying? And he's surprisingly light on his feet. He right. he, just, 
he does not Cody Ford have heavy feet, right? He doesn't right. lumber when he runs, which is pretty, which is pretty amazing. It's just, it's just fun to see. He's a, he's a, we all have the picture. The very first sack he had in Buffalo, raised, you know, pumping the crowd up. That's just, that's just who he is. He's just, there's a, something electric about him. And there's just a marriage between him and this, you know, this, this team, this community and this scheme that works well. It's funny because as much as Steve talked about three, four versus four, three, and I don't know what the Cardinals run. You might that those fits are important. And it goes back to Rex Ryan when uh, Schwartz was here and was running the wide nine four three with Mario Williams, and and Rex Ryan and, and Spence and I've talked a lot about it comes in and he's like oh three four four three doesn't matter it's all the same no it's not all the same and there's very few defensive players defensive linemen that are like Von Miller that can play three four four three doesn't matter most players scheme matters a lot yeah yeah scheme scheme matters and, and for him I, I would assume scheme matters too uh, I mean you could tell I mean look at what he did in Arizona versus what he mm-hmm. what he's done with the Buffalo Bills right but. I mean, this is something that's not a popular opinion, but if we don't um, really um, give homage to the fact that this culture that they do have is infectious. Mm -hmm. And I think when you, you know, you put, that's why I call Jordan Phillips the secret sauce because, uh, you know, he, I I just feel like he is, I I think he's uh, the catalyst. I mean, Von Miller, obviously, you know, the cornerstone along with uh, Russo and uh, Oliver, but having a guy like Phillips on his defensive line is going to prove to be valuable this year. Gotcha. Yeah. And I don't know if you heard, but uh, they, there was a, an interview with AJ Epinesic moving back to AJ. Um, how much is so you and I talked about personality traits a little bit uh, today, just during dinner and on the drive. We're both introvert, extroverted introverts. So introverts that are high function, a high functioning introvert, which basically means that we're introverts that can be extroverted if needed. AJ Epinesa, they were asking him questions just about his time in Buffalo and what he's gone through. And he, he, was transparent and said that that COVID year, his rookie year was really, really hard. Uh, and then even last year. And so, so like this year kind of really having that first off season where he was free to move about and do things and actually be personable and have friends and community and be around his family. He said that that really did a lot for him just emotionally and from a mental standpoint, which is in his mind or his opinion, and it remains to be seen has affected his game early on in the preseason, obviously through week one. Do you buy into that? I think I do. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look where he played his college ball at Iowa. That is a very tight-knit, close football yeah. community. Right. Um, so, I mean, and Buffalo was one too, but when you throw in COVID, we were all isolated one yeah. way or another. Yeah. And, and some some people thrive in those environments, and they, and he's probably he just one, he's another one that thrives in those environments. Those are the things that he needs. So they're core values to him. And I mean, it'd be one thing if he said that and then his play didn't, you know, reflect that. But mm-hmm. his actual play has reflected. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where even last year we saw glimpses, but it was never consistent. So hopefully coming in this year that we could see more of those uh, per- performances be more consistent moving right. forward. Right. And uh, so before so let's put the final bow on this thing. And because uh, you haven't, I don't think, been on the air since the pregame show, correct? Right, right. So we're going to start. So I'm going to I'm going to ask your final thoughts and I'll give mine on that Rams game. So your final takeaways now that like the dust has settled and we're prepping wholly for uh, completely for uh, the Titans. But I want to start before I give you the floor. I'm just saying I told you so on Allen Robinson. Well, who, who, what's his name again? <laughs> who? who? Exactly. Allen, who? Josh Allen? The ghost wearing number one. Man, bro. (laughs) 
I tried to be nice. I, I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt and be like, yo, put some respect on that man's name. True. But, I mean, you got a rookie hemming you up, bro. Uh, and a guy named Dane. <laughs> bro, I, I, it's time to hang him up, dog. Uh, <laughs> got a guy named DJ. Like, get out of here. Like, I, nah. I almost did it. I almost cut, cut a short from all the different programs. One of them, just about the fact that, because I said to you last week, I said, there's two things that I don't understand the love that Trey Lance is getting and the, and like this powerhouse that apparently Allen Robinson is. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm missing something. You were two for two. You and were two, two for two on that. <laughs> um, hey, I was right about uh, Gabriel Davis scoring the first touchdown. You where are you texting me right away? <laughs> I had to let him know. You, nah, me right away. Um, you know, this is after so, so to put a ribbon on that game, my, my final thoughts on that game. We talked about this at, during the night is that the Bills finally, finally can control both lines of scrimmage. It's big. They they can control it. And I we they've been McDermott and Bean since they've been here, they've been wanting to do that. Mm-hmm. But now you actually have the personnel to be able to control and dictate the flow of the game by being so, you know, stout and run, right? Run defense, pass and pass defense on the defensive side of the ball, and then on the offensive side of the ball that you can run and pass protect. Um, they 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 hang their hats on being, you know, a team that's tough in the trenches. And these these are the teams that we would lose to because we weren't as tough or as efficient in the trenches, like teams like Tennessee. We lose. We lost games to Tennessee, the Jaguars. I mean, if you look at the games we lost, those teams were they outplayed us in the trenches. So now we actually have the personnel and the guys to 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 go toe to toe with anybody. Well, Trey Trey oh. Ellis brings up John Feliciano. I mean, it's nothing is more uh, apparent than what two years ago when Feliciano got hurt and all of the attitude and personality on this offensive line just vanished like the, yeah. the bruiser guy. And he, and it turns out he wasn't even that good of a guard or a center necessarily, but with his absence just made that whole offensive line turn to mush. There's an aspect to your point, as much as the bills have tried, it, it has taken them what five years, six years yeah. to finally fix this offensive line. They had the ability, and they put resources in trying to fix the defensive line. They paid Vernon Butler well. They paid Mario Addison well. They paid for guys to come in, and they obviously spent a lot of high draft picks on the defensive line. It just didn't work. It's almost unfair. The luxury of assets that they that the Buffalo Bills team has right now on the offensive line as well as the defensive line, and the fact that these guys are coming here for very, very favorable contracts. There's a great deal of we as Bills fans are uncomfortable with all the Super Bowl talk, right? However, it's 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 ob- it's just obvious to everybody. Everybody, even the players, want to be here to be a part of what is about to happen with this football team, and a lot of it is because of Josh Allen. Yeah, he's a dog. <laughs> he is a dog. If you haven't seen the Pat McAfee interview with Jordan right, Boyer, right? Yeah, go make sure you go watch that. But uh and I think part of that too is man, we the Bills, we we haven't, we're not a perennial winner. We we still have uh you know PTSD uh Bills PTSD from losing. Good God. I mean, yeah. we can we can all name a handful of games. We're really just, you know, but yeah. we're we're coming out of it. So yeah, to say the Bills are you know, the favorite to win the Super Bowl. I mean, even myself, I'm wrapping my mind around it. Yeah, It I should love, happen. It should happen. I love this question from I the moment. Do you like this offensive line for running the ball versus the O-line when Richie was here? So this is interesting, and it's it's not 
it's not black and white. It's not cut and dry. It's not left and right. It's very much, yes, Richie was here and Eric Wood was here and it was a great run scheme. But Andy Levitri. Andrew Levy, but so was Shady McCoy. Yeah. So was right. Fred Jackson, right? So was, I think, uh, 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 Richie was here, I think, as well, when Marshawn. Was was he here when Marshawn was here? I, I just yeah. think that there's a running back. When your running back is up here, <laughs> it just – Right. It makes a difference. It makes a little bit of a difference. Just a, little, just a wee little bit. Uh, Brian Bowers, man, was good. B squared is up in the room. It's good to see you, oh, my guy. It's good to see you for sure. But uh, yeah, so it's it's. There's just a there's a wealth there's a wealth in the in the trenches and the Bills if they can continue to dominate in that in the, both of those spaces, it just means great things because it makes everybody behind those two spots even better. Uh, it's going to be important to keep Roger Saffold help, healthy. It's going to be important to keep. All those guys, Mitch Morse, healthy. It's going to be important to keep all those guys kind of rocking and rolling, right? Yeah, they got to. I, I think they will, man. We 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 don't experience too much on the injury front here. You know, they do a really good job of protecting the players and getting them right for these games. So you, I, that's one area I have no concern in. You were talking about the offensive line and just the run game. What did you see in the run? I know we were supposed to wrap up the uh, the Rams game, but let's wrap it up by rolling into the Titans game. What did you see? Now, the, the Titans have a dominant defensive end. Uh, but I clearly, my guess is they're going to run away from him. But what did you see in the run game that you in the Rams game that you think is going to help the Bills as we kind of move into that Titans game? That's going to help them against the Titans. Man, so last year you, we saw them, you know, uh, a lot of in eleven personnel, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it, you know you, you're looking for light boxes and so forth. Um, but they, it's like they had a they were more dedicated in terms mm-hmm. of like their personnel packages to the run, and and then and it's like we're going to run and we don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like they're showing you that they're running the ball. Second and nine. They did not care. It was like the honey badger for running. Like I don't give a. <laughs> and they were they were coming. Like right. with the, you know you know with the with the personnel groupings and so I love that they were physical at the point of attack, man. Like yeah. they it's like they 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 knew what their assignment was. They knew where they were supposed to be. Um, versus last year where they were trying to do too much. You know they're blending two two. Uh, blocking schemes right and then pull i mean it, it was just all right. over the place but you see a dedication to the zone running attack and, and you can see that you know when you have these athletes in motion they're more comfortable playing that way so mm-hmm. it shows they, they do less thinking and more playing so um I, I just i just love the approach i thought they were more physical uh you you saw uh spencer brown had some really good reps mm-hmm. um Pass blocking and in run blocking. And, and before I said, well, Ryan Bates, Ryan Bates is not a liability. Aaron Donald does that to everybody. And if Jesus was out there, Jesus would get that that smoke too. So, um, <laughs> so listen, man, Aaron Donald is this, he's unreal, but, uh, you know, he did give up a sack or a sack and a half or something like that. But, you know, I, I think they're, they're going to be fine. Yeah. And so, and yeah, I, I don't want, I don't want to go down that road necessarily, but yeah, when you're talking about, you know, an offensive line that has Deion Dawkins, Roger Saffold, Mitch Morris and Spencer Brown, who was, you know, a big dude and coming of age, Ryan Bates is going to be the worst guy in that group, but even still the worst guy in that group, as you and I were talking about earlier, let's keep in mind as well that he was the the missing piece, the glue that kind of pulled that offensive line together last year because he was better than everybody else at left guard. So there's a there's a give and a take, and you know right. I, I'm, I'm excited to have him. This is a really great uh, point from Matthew Montgomery. Uh, the Bills seem to run way out, outside a whole lot more last game. I don't know where you are on the pitch out, but if I'm going to pitch the ball out, 
I want James Cook to have the football, a guy that's got some serious speed. Pitching the ball out and trying to stretch the defense against fast linebackers with slow running backs doesn't work, and it didn't work. Well, I, I beg to differ because, I mean, if you go back and look at uh, Mike Shanahan's offenses, like he, they didn't have the fastest running backs back there. You know what I'm saying? An but elite, it's a, elite offensive line, though. Our offensive line is good. And, and, and this is elite. this is where I'm this is where I'm going with this. So you don't have to have. I mean, yes, you would love James Cook to be able to hit the edge and you know uh, attack the edge and, and really get fear to a defense. But if your offensive linemen are are, are moving well and they're and they're you know very uh, stout and mm-hmm. what their assignments are, you know, I don't think the Bills are expecting Devin Singletary to pop off 40, 50 yard runs. But they're expecting him to get four, five, six yard runs, and that's right. what they want. That's right. what, so I think that's what they're going for. And, and I guess you know when 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 James Cook can decide to not fumble the damn ball, he'll be the guy on those on those uh, on those toss sweeps and those pitches. Did you see uh, Von Miller kind of chat him up, encourage him? I did not see that. Yeah, he just basically said, "You got that one out of the way." I, I don't remember exactly what the quote was, but he was just very kind of encouraging. Like, that's the one. Now, now go out there and do your thing. Like, you got it out of the way. <laughs> Running backs fumble. You don't want to see them fumble on their first yeah. carry ever. <laughs> you want know to tell you what I didn't like about it though, and I don't know if you caught this on the on the feed, but when he fumbled, I just didn't like his attitude when he got back to the bench. I didn't pay attention. Oh, that yeah. he, he loaned himself off. He like kind of isolated himself and pouted. Well, that and then he it's not, he he mumbled something like it just it was it, to me it just felt like a lazy play. Like well, I I so I said You know what I'm saying? I said on my show and I recall like re, re, recalling the play and I said it to Fina and Fina disagreed with me. But to me, they had that back angle of him so they're, they're looking over his right shoulder right so he's running away from the camera and he's got the ball kind of out there just flailing it around and Fina was like he wasn't really flailing it around I was like he was in a crowd of people and the dude literally just went Dunk! and just knocked it right out of his arm like he when you he's got to learn he's gonna have to learn and he'll probably learn it now that in the NFL you know what you look at the Zach Moss fumble the dude is standing in front of Zach Moss. As Zach Moss is diving towards the diving towards the ground, and the dude just went and just popped it up. Yeah. So Steve, the, Steve got it. Steve knew exactly what I was talking about. He said, "I was down." That's oh, that's what he mumbled. I was down. And so to me, like that should not be the first word that comes out of your mouth. It right. should be right. like, "Damn, like I like I messed up." Like okay, like it just it just very entitled to me. And, and I want to see him have that dog in him. I'm not saying he doesn't. But in that situation, your very first carry as a professional, I want to see more like, like, damn, I, I messed up and we're going to move forward. That's just me. Maybe I'm old school, but yeah. I just didn't see that from him. And I love James Cook. You guys know I love James Cook even before he was drafted by the Bills. Um, but I, I hope he I hope he shows out this weekend. I was wildly surprised. The, the, the tweet of the day. Of that, the tweet of that entire game, and there was a lot of good tweets. And I'm just going to be uh, non humble and say that I had a lot of good tweets during that game. The tweet of the game was Bruce uh, Nolan after he fumbled. He said, I'm really excited to see James Cook's next carry in the seventh game of the season. Oh, no, no, no. Put some respect. No, no. James Cook's my guy. You know, I, I'm just saying. But that's what McDermott does. Like, McDermott, yeah. he's like, oh, you fumbled. We'll see you in about four. I, I hated that. I, I felt like, I felt like, look, man. You you need to give this dude the you you should have left him in there. 
Here's the deal. Here, here's the reality well, they of couldn't, it. He'd have had to play defense if they left him in there, but yes. You know what the hell I mean. <laughs> they should have put him in the next series. My man only got three snaps, bro. He got three snaps. He got a hit lick and a promise. That's all he got, right? Hysterical. So so it's like so Devin Singletary, there's a good chance Devin Singletary will not be a Buffalo Bill next year. Uh, and honestly, I could do without Zach Moss. I'm sorry, but I can do without Zach Moss. So I need to see more James Cook moving forward is all I'm saying. It presents – and it, totally, off, totally off script for our conversation. It presents an interesting conversation. If James Cook – let's start with Zach Moss. So we know what Devin Singletary is. We know what he brings to the game. We know – who he is, we know he's going to make a guy. He, he's going to make a guy missing a phone booth. He he caught that one ball. I can't remember. It was it was out in the left flat. He had one guy. I screamed at the television, "Make him miss!" And sure enough, dude made him miss. Like I don't know how he did it, but he made the guy miss. We know what we have in Devin Singletary. If Zach Moss doesn't prove that he is ready to uh, shoulder a big portion of the situational reps that are probably going to be needed next season. And James cook, if they don't know what they've got in him, are we talking about a situation where maybe they are re-signing Devin to a one or two year contract? I mean, it it depends on what he does this year, what kind of what he does statistically, but he's not going to get a big contract because he's he's not right. right? So I don't know. I, I think you can draft his replacement. Right, so I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't resign Devin Singletary, and I have his freaking jersey that I'm wearing, but I'm yeah, not resigning yeah. him. Right, I, uh, I'm not. I'm not hold I, on, hold on. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta address this real quick because we're not making too much of a deal. Sean McDermott made a big deal about it by sitting his butt. Like yeah. we're just talking about what actually took place. Um, and I don't listen. It's a big game, and, and you you need to secure the ball. It wasn't one of those like. Oh, somebody put a hat on it, you know, put a hat on the ball and it came out. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was preventable. That's all was, I'm saying. Yeah, it was, it was preventable is, is the operative word that, you know, this is, and I get that he went to Georgia and I get that the most carries he had in a, a game in Georgia, I think it was either 12 or 14, right? It was it 12 or 14? And it only happened once or twice in his career. I get as well that situationally he was rarely touched at Georgia when he was carrying the football. So that whole concept of just one arm in the ball and not being in a crowd and just pulling the ball in, right, and and going ahead first, it's amazingly preventable. I don't think we're making a big deal about it. I think you were making a big deal about his attitude, which I think is fair. Yeah. I I say it. I've heard you say it. We all say it. Quarterbacks throw interceptions. Running backs fumble. Just is what it is. Wide receivers drop passes. That's, yeah. that's a part of the football game. James Cook, this isn't his last fumble. He's going to fumble a lot in his career yeah. as a Buffalo Bill. I don't think it's about the fumble. Your your point about his attitude is important. Yeah, that, that's the thing to me. You yeah. know, and, and you don't prevent- make mistakes. And the preventability of it. You want him right. to not make mistakes um, as far as you, you want him to not make preventable mistakes. So we're going to go ahead and uh, bring in a special guest. Do you, do you want to introduce him? Oh, yeah. So uh, straight from the Himalayas. No. <laughs> Jay, Jay Smith, the crew. What up, what up, what up, what up, man? What's going on? Straight from the Himalayas. <laughs> it sounds like y'all having a good show. Y'all having a real good show. Hey, well, the you know, the, the, the best part of this uh, this little Oreo here is uh, you're here, man. Oh, 
You know what I'm saying? Oh boy. Right? And it just oh took a turn, right? <laughs> but it is. Though. It All we gotta do is just change card. the immediately. Well, about as yeah. white as it comes right there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> What's up? Jay Smith is uh, here in an undisclosed location. Are you or what? Um, yes, very undisclosed location, but I'm here. I'm in Buffalo. So, so, undis <laughs> so undisclosed, your backdrop looks strikingly familiar to Sterles' backdrop. <laughs> no, it looks different to me. No, you both have the brown headboard with the weird light sticking off the end. Hey, we're it. both in hotels, but you know. I was say, it's Buffalo. What do you, <laughs> you know, well, we are not in the same place. I can tell you that. You're definitely not in the same room. Back up. Welcome home. <laughs> Joe, why do you always do that? You always be trying to drop stuff that, that, that you just shouldn't drop on air. Why do you do that, man? You tell him, I'm like, now now he got, you know, Sterl's got stalkers, man. You got to chill. Hey, y'all, <laughs> no, I'm a night walker, baby. And these, and these these women out here, bro, hey, I'm, 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 I'm feeding the birds this weekend, bro. I'm just trying to tell my, my guy, my boy, my brother from another mother, welcome home. Jay Spence, welcome home. Hey, thank you. Bu thank Buffalo you. Buffalo, I appreciate Buffalo it, man. misses I'm, you. I'm enjoying already being here. I got a chance to see my grandmother. Got a chance to see my mom. So awesome. uh, after this, after we jump out of hump day, I'm I'm headed to Bocce's. Like it's already Whoa. like I'm not talking. I'm not wasting time. I'm going right to Bocce's. <laughs> going right. Like so right to Bocce's. Uh, <laughs> right there. Girls, girls and I went to uh, Barbell earlier. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, mm -hmm. I, I'm telling you, them wings. That mm -hmm. it was. It was like a. It was like a, a taste of heaven, bro. It, it was. It was. I had I a Josh Allen special, bro. Remember your first experience, so I'm, I already knew. <laughs> I already knew what she was. Bro, I was grinning so hard, knew. dude. I was grinning so hard, just like a straight up <laughs> fat kid in that thing, boy. Hey, you know, I don't know what it is about Buffalo, but can y'all get some damn AC in these buildings, man? <laughs> man, first of all, let me just tell you, you better be happy about it because normally, you know, you come back next month and you ain't gonna be needing no AC. So just, just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. <laughs> Damn it. Don't be coming here talking about Buffalo because you're from Denver. You come and talk about my town. Okay. You don't come talk about I didn't need some town. damn AC. Uh, brother, be, brother be hot. <laughs> it, it, it was warm both at Barbell and in his room. I can attest. So, Jay Spencer King, welcome to the show. Uh, it's, it's good to have you back. Uh, I, as I'm going to move this thing on, uh, I'm just going to move us gently on to the next topic, which is the Titans football game. Uh, this game that we've got coming up. Uh, do you want to, I guess I should let you, because we did. Do you want to put a bow? Do you have any final thoughts on the Bills versus the Rams quickly, briefly? Um, final thoughts, I would say, well, well, first, can you real quick just tell me what yours was so I don't want to repeat it? I don't actually think I went. Uh, uh, Sterles was talking about the line of scrimmage, the ability to own the line of scrimmage. So the fact that the Bills are now finally in that place where they can dominate both sides of the line of scrimmage. Um, for me, my takeaway uh there was just there was a holistic view of this game like the like i think josh allen talked about it they won in every phase um even in places where i was really concerned the cornerbacks i just felt like the team played together as a team it wasn't a perfect game by any stretch of the word but it was it was just it was a well played first game of the season with not much time in, in preseason and obviously that defensive line was unstoppable but yeah so that was mine <laughs> Well, so where I'll go is um, the thing the thing that impressed me the most, well, not the most, one of the things that impressed me the most, the development of, of the way this team develops. So um, one of the guys I've been like ranting and raving about all week now has been Reggie Gilliam. Oh. 
No, he didn't have a touchdown. No, he didn't have 15 receptions. No, he didn't have 15 carries and none, none of that. But you know what he did do? He finished plays mm-hmm. with violence and he found bodies and found work and he finished it. And when I tell you, if he's if if that is who Reggie Gilliam mm-hmm. is this season, don't don't think that week one is what we're going to see out of Devin Singletary. And don't think week one is what we're going to see out of James Cook when he figures out, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I'm a rookie and now I got my one fumble out the way. Right, Let's get right. it. Once he, once he gets past that, I'm going to tell you, Reggie Gilliam is going – he putting people on their ass, and I love every bit of it. I love every bit of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think his, his injury was anything to write home about. I think it uh, – I think I hit in the gut or maybe he got hit in the privates. And I, uh, my, even McKenna was on – I think McKenna was sitting next to me. I think she said – I think he got the wind knocked out of him. I think at one point he was on his knee and you saw him mouth, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then they pulled him out more than likely for precautionary purposes at that point. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, – he's uh, – there's, there's a – it's – it's stupid. The amount of players on this team, we were, we've already pined down about the defensive line. We pined down about the offensive line, like the, the, the position groups, like it's, 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 it's ridiculous. It's an embarrassment of riches, right? Is there any way? How, how do you, um how do you feel about, about Crowder with, with punt returns? I, I thought I was, I was happy with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for all intents and purposes, I didn't have a I was wildly surprised that Khalil Shakir was scratched as the only guy in the depth chart, the, the, the printed depth chart that it was the punt returner doesn't mean that there's not other guys that can't return punt, punts or can or cannot return punts. But I was surprised. I don't remember seeing him in camp uh, returning. I saw him return kicks in camp. I don't remember seeing him t- returning a lot of punts in camp, but I was totally fine with it. I didn't. Sure. Right. I just I just love the fact that it wasn't a concern. Like it it wasn't one of those things where when the ball was punted, yeah. I was just like, oh, "What's going to happen?" It's good. I enjoyed that. You know, just not to have any stress at the game. It was a it was a wonderful feeling. Yes. So <laughs> let's move on to the Titans game. We are getting long in the tooth already. Uh, so what we want to talk about a couple different topics as far as the Titans game, the, the upcoming game. So this is what I want to ask both of you: Is Derrick Henry the offensive version of Aaron Donald? And by that, what I mean is, can you contain him? Or are the Bills just going to have to understand that he's going to do Derrick Henry things? If you remember coming into this game, everybody, all of us, content creators, national media, every the Bills, you can't stop Aaron Donald. Like, he's just going to do what Aaron Donald does, and you just have to deal with it. Derrick Henry, same conversation? Sterles? No, not anymore. Um, and I, I think Derrick Henry is a good running back. But the thing about Aaron Donald is he's still doing it at a high level. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at Derrick Henry, uh, his play is kind of taking a dip. Uh, the past three seasons, um, and I even have it pulled up right here. But, uh, you know, we talk about like last year, um, you know, the dude had 219 carries still, mm. right? And he, he was 4.3 yards per carry, but his yards per carry has kind of dipped uh, the, since 2019. He, he was at 5.1, 2020, 5.4, 4.3. And then Sunday he was 3.9. So, and, and he's coming off a major injury um, this past season. So running back shelf life is not – uh, not that great, and I don't expect him to continue to be the dominant force that he's been. So we're going to have to see some sort of drop-off at some point. I think we're starting to see that right now. Spence? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not necessarily just the fact that we're going to have to see the drop-off. I, I think we've already seen it. Mm. You know, like I think that injury, certain injuries, um, is just tough for running backs to come from. And regardless of how – if you're not talking about Adrian Peterson, I'm not exactly. just – you know, I'm just not believing that a guy is just going to be a beast like that to come back. Yeah. So the thing is, that type of injury with that type of – the way they run the offense, they literally run it through him to where he is the focal point. He touches the ball more than the quarterback, yeah. which is crazy. And we saw him get shut down for what is the standard for him. He got shut down week one. Yeah. So – 
And I don't think that that defense is anything on what our defense is this year. I think our defensive line is better than what he faced week one. So, no, I, I'm not um, I'm not saying he's not going to get his touch. He's going to eat. He's going to do what he's going to do. I just don't see him in 180. Like last year, you know, he we really pretty much contained him last year. Yeah. We contained him last year. If it wasn't for that one play that added 75 or 78, whatever it was, 75 yards to his total, you know, it, it, we would have had a very good day and good showing against him. I, I, so, think, he was 19, no, I, think, I think he was 19 for 69 on the other carries. And if you look at the two games before that, the Bills also contained him in both of those games as well. Yeah. 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 So, so, so I'm not worried. The Bills, the Bills, what they do is they do a good job at Sean McDermott. He doesn't do everything perfectly, but he does a good job at trying to take away the one strength, unless the strength last year was defense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. I mean, like running defense, because last year the running defense was just, but they take it, they do a good job of taking away your receiver. Like I was nervous about Allen Robinson week one. Guess what? Where was he at? They let Cup go off. Mm. Right. Allen Robinson was nowhere. So this week, I think what we're going to see, Good. I think we're going to we're going to see, hey, Tannehill, go ahead and show us that, okay, you want to keep your job over this rookie that's probably going to take it from you? Come on, you got to do it because your running back ain't going to eat today. He's not going to do it for you. So so Buff Hub says, uh, the beard game is strong tonight. Stop making me feel inferior. So do we need to, like, like rebrand re this show, <laughs> the beard guys? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh -uh. but hey the beer game my beer game be on point baby <laughs> still, still beard is something that i'm a little envious of i'm not gonna lie but uh i tried to do the long beard thing it, it came out during covid because you couldn't in new york state we couldn't go see the barber so it was long and it was awful and i see pictures of it now and i'm like why 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 didn't i just take a pair of scissors to it so as far as derrick henry for me um he doesn't scare me you know i think there's potential there but this is the NFL, and every running back poses potential, right? I mean, there's there's potential for him to find a crease, for Jordan Poyer to get held and and not get called, and him to take off for 70 yards. There's always potential for that. But he's going to get, you know, a 10-yard run here, a 13-yard run there. Yeah. There's going to be a bunch of one-yarders and one-and-a-half-yarders. It seems to be that's the – he has a very Antoine Smith vibe to him against us not always derrick henry is not antoine smith that's not what i'm saying but if you guys remember antoine smith that's kind of what he did it was always like you know hit the, hit the line of scrimmage fall over hit the line of scrimmage fall over hit the line of scrimmage fall over then i bust one for nine yards like that's kind of how it feels like he plays against us um i don't know that i don't know that i'm concerned about any other position is there another position the last topic that i had before we kind of get into game predictions and whatnot is there another position wide receiver you know Tannehill's okay or not wide receiver, quarterback, Tannehill's okay, Derrick Henry's Derrick Henry, and then the wide receivers, it's a mediocre wide receiver group led by Robert Woods. The What are we afraid of? What are you afraid of? Is there any, Spence, what are you afraid of on this offense? Nothing. I'm not, <laughs> well, I'm not afraid. <laughs> I'm not afraid of nothing. Like, the way I feel every week, like, honestly, like, I, I can't wait to see the Chiefs, and I'm not saying that, like, we're going to dominate them. What I'm saying is I can't wait for that. I think that's going to be the best game we see in a while. Mm. I, I'm, I'm not... I'm not trying to be cocky. I've been yeah. saying this all off season and then going into the season, I've been saying it. I'm having a real hard time, like being honest without sounding like I'm being arrogant. Right. I'm not being arrogant, but you know what I mean? Like, I swear, I really think that this is the deepest team that we've seen since. I think it's actually a deeper roster than we've ever had in the nineties. Like they had their hall of famers. So you can't like, obviously we don't have hall of famers today. So we can't be like, it's better all with. So with respect to those guys who made the hall of fame and those guys who went to four straight super bowls. Yeah. But when I'm talking about, one to 53 and i'm talking yeah. about the talent at every position we have an elite fullback what the hell like 
what? We cut OJ Howard. You know what I mean? Like we're we're cutting. What? Yeah. I'm not worried. No, come on. Bring it in, Titan. Bring come to Buffalo. Matter of fact, Derek Henry, I even treat you to some wings, man. Come Fe- on. I treat you to some fever wings. Fever pitch. Sterles and I Sterles, before you go, Spence, Sterles and I were talking tonight at dinner just about what that stadium is going to be like on Monday night. Dude, I'm getting goosebumps right now when you said it like that. <laughs> like I'm getting goosebumps. Because because every year, so like last year, obviously, you know, it was it was the um the Steelers and the game started off slow, but that punt, the kick return by McKenzie. Mm-hmm. If you remember that energy from that first play, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's gonna be like that all night though, because the Bills are not what we were last year. We're not starting <laughs> off slow like that. Yeah. Hey, we're not starting off slow. I was watching the game with uh Spence and I was jumping, I was like, hit him. Yeah! We were going nuts over there, boy. It was it was hype. Yeah, we were fast. We were fast. <laughs> what on this offense, uh, Sterling, concerns you? From <laughs> from the Titans? Why, why did I miss an inside joke? Because they trash. They trash, no. bro. They trash. No, like, I mean... I'm going to say it. They trash. Look, listen, bro. Ron Tannehill is cheeks. My dude is cheeks. He, 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 look, man. He cheeks. Like, and I, I'm sick and tired of the little Jordan, little Jordan thing he does in the end zone. Like, man, you not that nice, bro. But, <laughs> but um, I, I think the, I think this is the year that they really him him up. And, and Ryan Tannehill really wasn't the one that really hurt us. The only thing that I will say that I'm concerned about, can we be disciplined in our contain on the outside? Because when mm. we are not contained on the outside, right? Discipline, you know, he, he would get outside the pocket. And, and, and get these little five, six yard, eight yard runs. Yeah, that was, and it uh, was just eating us up. Eating was, us up. It was two years ago, right? Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, it was last, so, last year. Or two last years year ago. too. Every yeah. time we play Titans, he does that. So yeah. I, I think now we have the athletes on the outside to to shut that down. I don't. I don't see Derrick Henry getting over seventy yards in this game. I think wow. they're going to shut that down. The only thing that I worry about is Kevin Byard and Jeffrey Simmons on the inside. Yeah. Like, I think he'll pose a problem, but we just had Aaron Donald, right? And and so Tennessee, I think they present some different challenges as far as on the defensive side of the ball. But I think you could really kind of keep the same script as you had last week on offense and just attack. Just attack them. Yeah. yeah and I think, sure. I think we'll be fine. For sure. I think for me, I, I don't know that there's anything that necessarily scares me. Clearly, Derrick Henry has the ability to ruin your day if you let him. And for some reason, to your point, Sterles, it was well stated. I was going to say that Tannehill, if you let him get outside the pocket and get free and like if you let him move the pocket, he's either, either for whatever reason against Tannehill the last couple of years, the Bills have allowed him outside and they've allowed him to fool them to whether he was going to throw or run. And then it turned into having a stare yeah. at the most punchable face in football, which I've Spence has heard me say that a hundred times. He's got the most punchable face in football. Like when he does something good, that whatever that smile is that he does, it just makes me want to punch him as hard as I can. I don't, and he probably kicked the crap out of me because I'm not that big, but he just <laughs> most punchable face in football. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yo, Joe be bugging, man. He gonna, he gonna have players looking for me, man. Like, so you with that Joe dude? You with that Joe guy? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> the funny part is, I ain't even have a drink yet. Y'all, y'all should have heard. Y'all, we should have did this with some drinks. That's hysterical. That's hysterical. Saturday night. Saturday night. Uh, maybe tomorrow night. I, I don't know what you got going on, but I told Sterles I might swing over after band practice and watch the sun, the Thursday night game over there uh in the downstairs uh, lounge area but yeah but uh what lounge area joe why do you keep disclosing information that is not 
public information. I don't know what you're, I don't know what lounge. No I lounge. have no the idea. Lounge that shall not be have, named. <laughs> the lounge. I have no clue. The lounge. I am. I am. Uh, I am in Niagara Falls. <laughs> the lounge that is my living room. <laughs> I am staying at the Sheridan in Niagara Falls on the Canada side. That's where I'm at. <laughs> Hey, get, hey, can you, that is where hey, can you get me some Crown uh, Limited, buddy? I, that's what I need, bro. I got you, bro. Thank you, dog. I'm going to get you that reserve. Like, I'm going to get yeah, you that reserve. Yeah, In the, I, in the words of Young God. Dolph. I, I, I apologize. <laughs> and I, I need the list of things I cannot talk about before the show starts. Otherwise, it just comes out. I can't help it. It's- just just stuff you shouldn't talk about, like location. That's all. Like hey, 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 this is funny. I don't know. If those of you who are in the rap culture, y'all will laugh at this. But if, if you if you if you're a rapper and you let Joe hang out with you, you're going to get cast. You're going to we just saw you, bro. No, because real talk, we just saw we just saw this week in L.A. Somebody get killed PNB because Rock. their girlfriend posted their their location. Buffalo's real, Joe. I don't live in Lakeview, man. I, I like Buffalo's real for me. I grew up on the east side. You know what I'm saying? Like I need you to understand, Buffalo, it's a different world for you than it is for me. Buffalo bro. is a big place, and I did not disclose where in Buffalo that you are. So I said it's a big. I didn't even. But you you was close though. You was close. It was like you, your tongue, your tongue. It was like there. That's the tip. That's where it was for you. Definitely was not right there. <laughs> I'm messing with Joe. I got to mess with Joe. I feel like I haven't messed with him in a, for for Dude, a while. Have, so I got. We haven't been online together in a couple weeks, right? Yeah, you've been neglecting me, man. You've been running from me. What's up? You scared all these takes? He's scared of it. He's scared, sir. He's scared. Big dubs. I just, uh, <laughs> big big dubs. dubs. I just don't get the opportunity. I, that's not true either. I had the opportunity to go to the LA game, and I didn't See? go. But yes, I uh, still mad at myself for not being there with you. Beyond mad. So let's wrap this show up, and let's talk about, uh, as it's scrolling down at the bottom of the screen, and those of you at home can play along too. Uh, so what we're looking for is a Josh Allen stat line and a game prediction for this game. And uh, this will probably be one of the first ones that we have just because the game's on Monday, and there's a lot of stuff to talk about not on this show but just shows coming up so i'll go first because i had you guys go first before i haven't even thought about this um i just want to let you know before you start talking that i was right last week about the prediction which was three touchdowns oh three three touchdowns and and my yardage was was right there my yardage is right there you said what'd you say 292 yeah Something like that. Nice. I think I said two ninety seven was was what he yeah, was. I, said, nice. I said three. Stuff. I think I said three twelve or something or three fifteen. I think is what I said. So this football game, it, the Buffalo Bills are favored by ten points. They are minus ten in this game, minus nine and a half at DraftKings, which is uh, that's a huge, that's sizable. A, that's sizable. It's thug-like. Yeah, there's a that's what it is. There's a lot of games this week that are actually minus uh, that are ten point like ten point swings. I, I got the Bills winning by two possessions for sure. So it's definitely going to be more than ten. It, it's it's well stated that the Buffalo Bills, when they win football games, at least in the very recent year year and a half, they run away with them. It might not be you know it's close at halftime, and then they find a way to just run away in the second half. Whether whether we want to talk about it being adjustments, which nobody ever seems to talk about, the Buffalo Bills being bad at halftime adjustments anymore. Is that weird? Like we don't bring that up anymore, uh, mainly because mm. the Bills uh, just kind of run away in the second yeah. half from teams. Um, yeah. Score prediction for me. Uh, what do I want to say? I'm, I've got the Bills probably at home in front of a a frantic crowd that is just going to be at a frenzied pace, in my opinion. Let's give them 35. I've got the Buffalo Bills scoring 35 in this game. And I think I think they run the Titans right out of the building. Titans 17, 35, 17. Josh Allen probably gonna throw for about 350, 350 yards, maybe four Ooh. touchdowns. That's where I'm at. Either one of you can go next. Nice. Okay, I'll go next. So 37, 16 Bills. 
Oh, you're right uh, there with me. Josh Allen gonna have about three twenty and three tuds, one on the ground, similar to last week. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I was thinking about it because you actually took my Joe. You took exactly like the line I wanted. So I'm just going to be difficult now. So I'm going to say that the Buffalo Bills are going to win. I do think I'm agreeing with everybody. I think they're going to cover and I think they're going to cover convincingly. I think I think the Buffalo Bills are really that team and we're going to be dominating every team that we play, every single team that we play. Now, there might be a week that it might not happen, but this week ain't the one. It's going to be Buffalo Bills 38 Tennessee Titans 17. And I think that 17, like that, that last touchdown is going to come in garbage Mm. time. So it's going to feel a whole lot worse than the score is going to look. And I think Josh Allen's going to have like three, three twenty-five. You're going to have three touchdowns in the air, two on the ground, 60 yards. Mm. Let's get it. Okay. Let's go. Get it. Let's go. So you were, you were at the car. Well, you were, you were, did everybody here catch any of the giants Titans game last week? Yeah, I I did. We watched it. Yes. Yes. Surprised at, at Saquon Barkley, Dable doing to the Titans what they did to the Titans at home? No, not at all. I don't. I don't think the Titans are as good as people. People want to think that last year's team is this year's team, or the team before last year's team is this year's team. Just like people want to think that last year's Buffalo Bills team was this year's yeah. team. Buffalo Bills that we are going to see this year are not weak. Not that they were last year, but they weren't physical. And last year, anytime you go up against a team that was physical, what happened? We got punched in the mouth. Yep. Going forward, it's not happening like that. We're doing the punching. We're Mike Tyson this year because everybody got a plan to come into Western New York until they get punched in the mouth. And Josh Allen, you saw what he did on the sideline. Mm-hmm. You saw mm-hmm. it. And then laughed. At, did you see this 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 freaking insane animal getting up laughing after he stiffed? At, who did he stiff arm? I don't even remember. Uh, the, the defensive back. The, the safety from, for, yeah, Davis. he went to Penn State. It was, uh, it was hilarious. He liked it. Davis. He, it was hilarious. He liked it. Davis, yeah. We're punching people in the face. Hey, he humped, so, he humped no. Jalen Ramsey in the face. That that, that was hey. hilarious. Toast. Dude, don't care. Dude, do not care. Toast. Shout out to my man. Shout out to my man, EJ. Shout out to EJ and my man, Jalen Ramsey. I just want to throw that out there. Shout out to EJ, Daniels, and, and Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> yeah. Keep your, keep your mouth off Trey White, pimp. <laughs> keep your name. Keep, keep Trey White's name out your mouth. Pause. Okay? Keep, keep it out. Until Jalen Ramsey can cover digs, I don't want to hear EJ Daniels talk about Trey White. You get him, you get him. Matter of fact, I don't want to hear him talk about the Bills until his because he's a Rams fan. Until the Rams can beat the Bills, EJ. So we got years because we already beat him in Buffalo. Now we beat him in LA. I, don't, I just don't want to hear EJ. Actually, I'm gonna mute him. Matter of fact, oh, go ahead. I'm gonna mute him. Is right there now. a fire extinguisher near you? Because that microphone is on is, is like is hot right now. Like it's in Let's fuego. Go. Microphone. Let's go. <laughs> He's, I'm about to. I'm blocking. I'm muting him right now. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's hilarious, bro. Hey, Jalen Ramsey got cooked, man. And, and, and Stefan Diggs is doing this, you know, top. Cooked. He cooked. got cooked. So Jay Spence uh, and, and Sturls, but the question I'm, I'm going to ask is for Jay Spence, and this is a show wrap. Um, we uh, promoted the karaoke night on Friday. We promoted the uh, re- the brewery uh, Megapod and beer release on Saturday. However, the, what we didn't know is is karaoke night. I thought I heard that it's either close to selling out or sold out. Is it sold out? It's close. close. So um, I looked earlier. I believe we're about eighteen tickets away from being sold out. Where can they go to get tickets? Eventbrite.com. I will go on Twitter right now and post it. Um, I. I, I can text it to you, Joe, if you want to put it in the in the comments here. Um, I probably can. I can probably throw a banner up real quick. 
So, see. so so the karaoke night. So there's eight somewhere between 15 and 18 tickets left. Uh, I'm going to be there. Sterles is going to be there. Jay Spencer King is going to be there. Matt Perino is going to be there. There's going to be what John Scott's going to be there. Who else? There's a whole crap ton of people that are going to be there. It's going to be a mm-hmm. ton of fun. All the proceeds go to charity. Um, a whole bunch of us are going to be singing, which is going to be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um here you go joe i just sent it gotcha and then do you want to talk while i'm loading this up do you want to talk about uh whatchamacallit the uh the resurgence brewery thing yeah well real quick first on back on the karaoke really really quickly i do want to make sure you you all know even if you can't make it so if you're watching from somewhere outside of buffalo please 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 make a donation Mm. Um, we have a raffle going on. You can, you're still eligible to win things in that raffle, but make a donation because what I'm trying to do is I'm really trying to be a blessing to Good Samaritan Church. That's the church that my Aunt Pearl was a member at before she was taken from us from a coward mm. at Tops mm. four months ago from today. So I want to do something for the church that raised me, that helped me become the man that I am. And as far as uh, just doing something in her memory. So please, uh, I, got, I sent Joe the link there and I'll post it on Twitter as well. If you can donate, please do. And then as far as the beer release, listen, Saturday night, last year, Last year, I'll tell y'all what, if y'all didn't make it, it was serious FOMO going on. I got so many text messages and DMs because actually Joe wasn't there. He was like, he was in a different country and he was jealous. He was like, dude, what's going on? (laughs) Y'all want to be here. The beer is good. The show is going to be great. We got Sterles in the building. We got Joe hosting it. Tia Stell is going to be there. I think, is Colt in town? Is he coming? Colt's going to be there as well. Yes. I'm trying to get this thing. So that isn't going to work. So maybe I can just drop it. I'll drop it in the comments. Okay, so yeah, but but we absolutely want want y'all to to support that if you can, and I'll also post the um the 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 raffle details. But eight o'clock or seven o'clock Saturday night at Resurgence, fifty five Chicago Street downtown. Make sure you're there. Eight o'clock is when the show starts. You want to be there when it starts because Joe is like he's a menace in 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 person. It's going down. <laughs> going down so yes that link does work so the link that i just provided in in the comments section absolutely works uh i can't wait to spend the weekend this whole the whole rest of this week with you two fellas i literally cannot wait i am beyond pumped and beyond amped so my my, got some good events got some good Good events events, good good time good food and see joe you see what you started now paul is in the comments asking if me and (laughs) if me and stros is at the same hotel first of all we're not okay stop asking Am I lying? Who knows? But you don't need to know that. Okay. Okay. You and Buffalo Paul. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going down to the bar. <laughs> Which don't tell them where you're I'm going. going down to the bar. Don't tell them. I didn't say no. I'm going down to the bar. bar. I, that could be right. That could be Allentown. I, you know, go see my, you know, I could, I could go God. down on Chippewa. I could, you know, it is. A, I'm in Niagara Falls right now, bro. I can go down. You're, you're going to Clifton Hill, is where you're going. Yeah, I was gonna say I can go down on Cliff Hill, or you know, Sundowners is still open. The strip club down the way. You know what I mean? I can head down there, get some. You get, you know, we ain't gonna go there, but you know, absolutely amazing. Yeah. I love you guys so much. You have no idea, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. You have been tuned into the Hump Day Hotline on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network, presented by Picasso's Pizza. I don't know, Joe Miller, Sterls for the girls, Jay Spence the King. You guys got any final words before we get up on out of here? Uh, I got I got some stuff to do tonight. <laughs> I got I got to get my drink on. I got to do all kinds of stuff. So yeah, I'm peace. Peace. I got to plug Alexa in. It's about to be a party. It's about to be a party. <laughs> yes, I travel with Alexa. Don't judge me. Yes. Awesome. Ladies, <laughs> I need music when I'm showering. It ladies and gentlemen, this weekend is about to be epic uh, as the Buffalo Bills are uh, going to be uh, what hosting the Tennessee Titans for the home opener. 1-0, looking to go 2-0. A lot of good stuff coming up tomorrow night. Uh, Buffalo Nerd with uh, Colt Schroeder. Food for Thought on Friday with 
uh, uh, Bruce Nolan and Nate Geary. I don't know what's going on, but I'm missing something. And then, uh, no, <laughs> so they said Sterling's gonna drop a beer kit soon. <laughs> I, I would actually buy that if he dropped a beer kit. I would absolutely, <laughs> I would absolutely support that business venture. Carry on uh, Friday, Resurgence Brewery on Saturday. Please be there. And then Monday, it's on. It's on, ladies, it's on. ladies and gentlemen, for Joe Miller, for Sterles, for Jay Spencer King, for Buffalo Rumblings. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.